Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are entering episode 45 of the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. That's right. You are entering into the danger zone. Because tonight, we're coming at you with a whole bunch of would you rather. That's right. You have not tuned in to Barstool Sports. You have turned in, tuned in to the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts, and we're bringing it to you. Not because there's not sports out there, um, pardon all you NASCAR and golf fans, but because there's no sports we care to talk about going on right now. So we've got a good outline of would you rather. But in typical Sports Nuts and Beer Guts fashion, we want to remind you that on this day... Last year, 2019, Florida man decided that he was going to go to the McDonald's and at 62 years old, remove his clothes and perform a quote-unquote strange dance before apparently trying to have relations with a railing. Um, The diners at the Florida McDonald's weren't real happy about this, but the neighbors weren't real happy with the other Florida man the same day. Um who was arrested as he was stealing pool floats for sex. And as he told police officers, this was instead of raping women. Hickman, do you know either of these Florida men? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I do not. Um, (laughs) Yes, I did live there for several years. Um, (laughs) My takeaway from the first one is I don't know that there's ever been a more useless word than the word strange in that headline. Because a 62-year-old man dancing in a McDonald's trying to have sex with the railing does not need the word strange to describe it further. Chris, I don't think you were in college at this time, but Hickman, do you remember, I think it was McDonald's, that had like the 39-cent cheeseburgers, and a group of us (laughs) rolled in there, and I mean, we just laid down 20 bucks each of us and just got as many as we could, and... I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody sitting in the booth, like their back was to the door, and they've all—I mean, they'd already put down probably a dozen cheeseburgers. So they leaned back to undo the belt and unbutton the pants as this old lady's walking in right behind them. She turns around, walks out to her car, and starts praying. <laughs> oh yes, I do remember because who that was, was me. That, that was you. <laughs> It was somebody else. Nope, nope, nope. It was in a, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I thought this was just like a clever way to call me out, but it looks like you genuinely didn't remember. <laughs> I, I really thought it may have been peak. No, no. Uh, we were having a cheeseburger eating contest to take advantage of the fact that they were 39 cents. And yeah, I was on line number 12 or 13. I think I ate 13. Um, and I had to unbuckle the, the, the belt there to... Make a little bit of room, and this this poor sweet lady just went back in her car and prayed for the salvation of the world. <laughs> Unbeknownst to her, these were all Bible college kids succumbing to the deadly sin of gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we did. Speaking of deadly sin of gluttony, guys, would you rather have to eat 50 McDonald's cheeseburgers or 50... Taco Bell Crunch Wrap Supremes. What is my time frame for eating these? You can't leave until you finish them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Give me the Taco Bell. Yeah, me too. I'm going to live at the Taco Bell for a while. Something about like 
eating a lot of Mexican food, they can just you can put more of it down than just that bun, like the burger with the, the bun and everything. So I mean, yeah. Basically eighty percent bun and twenty percent burger. <laughs> that eighty percent bun sits heavy. It does. All right. First up, would you rather have Tony Clark or Kyrie Irving make a big decision for you? Tony Clark is the Major League Baseball Players Association president, um, who is basically determined that he that they will not play baseball this year. Kyrie Irving, the NBA Players Association vice president, who has decided his solution to everything is the players just start their own league. Um, Chris, which one's making a big decision for you? Uh, this was actually a really tough choice, but uh, using process elimination, I think Tony Clark. Uh, is not a flat earther, so uh, I have to go with Tony Clark. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I don't know that he's ever said anything intelligent. Like he uh, basically he went to Duke. He basically Come he on. went to Duke for a semester. He attended literally Duke. a semester. Um, yeah, it's he got divorced from LeBron because LeBron stole too much of the spotlight. Uh, he had some random shoulder surgery. Uh, he's like, I don't want to play. He's full of bad opinions. He's a guy that I think is just a toxic guy. And he's uh, somehow he's the vice president of the Players Association in the NBA. I don't know how that happened, but I, I don't think any of his play, any of his teammates have ever liked him. Like, how did they vote him true. the vice president? Hickman, is Kyrie Irving truly a flat earther? Or does he just say that stuff? So I was actually going to say that I was going to choose Kyrie Irving because of his flat earth stance. (laughs) Here's why. He backtracked from it after a while. And that tells me he has the ability to change his mind when presented with facts. So uh, Tony Clark continues to make bad decision after bad decision. Either either one's going to steer me towards bankruptcy and, you know, Bad career moves, bad family moves, but I think Kyrie might have the ability to learn from a mistake once. No way. I'm I'm going Tony Clark solely for the reason that I agree with his premise at this point that the players don't need to concede anymore. And so I know he doesn't really come across as all that intelligent or, or really as if he's ever negotiated anything in his life before. Um but I do agree, I think, with his general premise. Kyrie, I just don't understand. Um, I mean, part of me does think, hey, if players were to start their own league, yeah, it's not a terrible idea. They could do it. They make enough money. Chris, right, you want... Go ahead. Oh, I thought Chris was raising his hand. No, I was giving you a high five for uh, um, going with Tony Clark. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we, should, we all send our resumes to these guys, see what happens next. Is there any chance the NBA could do a spinoff league and it be successful? A, a developmental spinoff league? Not even developmental, just You're like talking an about the stars. Just like an alternative league. You would you would have to have all the stars contracts end at the same time. You'd have to sync those up, uh, and then it'd be. I think it'd be really difficult just because the NBA is such a. I don't know, franchise, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's the league. So, I don't know. I, I think they would have a really hard time. Yeah. Um, would you rather your favorite school win a national title in football or basketball, Chris? Uh, I've thought about this long and hard. I really wanted to say basketball, but we've sucked at football for so long. 
Give me football. <laughs> I, I'm content with basketball, winning 20 games, going to the NCAA tournament, getting put out in the second round. That's fine <laughs> with me. I, I, I've settled with that. That's the fate for basketball. Give me the natty in football. Let's go. Hickman, you're also a UT fan. Are you taking football? Hundred percent. Like I mean, and oh. like Chris, I'm very much content with the basketball program. If they they win twenty, have a have a ceiling of a lead eight every now and then. The thing is, my only request is that when they have a team good enough to go to the final four, could the losses not be so unbelievably gut wrenching? True. Every time it's a one point loss to a Big Ten school, with the exception of the time they lost to. Loyola, Loyola and lost on a jumper that hit the front of the rim and went in. So just blow us out and I'll be I'll be happier. But hundred percent is football. It's been twenty years since they've been relevant. Give me give me a football national championship. I thought was gonna say just blow us and we'll be happy. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. It's, a, it's an important uh important Would word to rather. <laughs> um I'm gonna go football on this one yeah. as a Kentucky fan. Uh, give me a football title. Now, the tricky question, and that's just because, I mean, basketball's in contention most years. And the tricky question would be, would I take a football title knowing that I'll, that we'll never win a basketball one for 20 years? At that point, I don't know. 20 years is a long time. And then all of a sudden we are, you know, forgotten. We're basically UCLA at that point and completely for or Indiana. You know, we're just completely forgotten. So, but if I just have a chance, you know, if I'm rooting for 2021, who's going to win it? Give me the Kentucky football Wildcats. All right, Hickman, speaking of football, would you rather be the top 10 football team or have your rival lose to, oh, I put Suck State on here, but you might put Georgia State or somebody like that in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, real, real funny, Logan. <laughs> So, so my choices are like, you know, I have to give a little caveat for this. If it's a top 10 school that is also a rival that I'm beating, I will take that. So if, if Tennessee's beating, um, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Florida as a top 10 school versus the team I would choose to lose would be Florida to lose to like, I don't know. Uh, State. Yeah, I would. I mean, they did lose to like a like somebody terrible a few years ago, East Carolina, I think. But anyway, um yeah, if, if it's just a random top 10, like, oh, my gosh, Missouri's ranked ninth, the Tennessee beat them. Could, no, 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 no. I want Florida to lose to the terrible team. If it's a rival, then I will take that. Uh, I think I'm taking my rival losing to Suck State. I remember how awesome it was when Michigan got beat by Appalachian State. Oh, man. That was awesome. <laughs> that was one I, of the few times that we all just completely agree <laughs> on the same side of all of it. We went nuts in a parking lot of a day's in and road out virginia oh no yeah <laughs> yeah yep. um yeah, so, i mean as a as a kentucky fan us beating a top 10 team doesn't mean we're going to the natty or we're going to play for the sec so um it's more often going to be a fluke anyway doesn't matter a whole lot but for that rival to get beat by suck state is pretty awesome because everybody remembers that mm-hmm. chris which mm-hmm. one you picking I'm picking Alabama losing to Tennessee Tech all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Like, I, I, I don't uh, care about Tennessee. At that point, Alabama's been good oh, for yeah. so long. I just want Alabama to lose to somebody that's that's like Louisiana Monroe or something like that. Uh, yeah, so that, that's my, that was my go-to on that one. I like it. 
There's been some talk about banning flags. NASCAR said no more Confederate flags. Um, although I'm curious what they do if somebody has a Confederate flag tattoo. Do they mandate they <laughs> cover it up? Do they amputate the arm? Like, what do they do there? That's really funny. Um, but Chris, would you, are, would you choose to ban all flags in the world or ban all tattoos in the world? I think I'm going to go with uh, ban tattoos. <laughs> that way, I don't have to look at the vagina on my wife's arm. I was arm. gonna say, do you uh, have one oh in particular gosh. you're thinking of? Uh, yeah, that and plus, there's some really cool country flags. I love the Brazil flag uh, at the World Cup time. I see it, and I'm just like, that's a really awesome flag. Nepal. Uh, so, I don't know what the hell Nepal's flag looks like, but look it up. It's I'm gonna true. get on the Google machine over here. Uh, yep. I think it's Albania has a pretty badass flag. Uh, my sister-in-law is from Albania. Oh, random info right there. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, there's some cool flags out there. Tattoos are like, I mean, I've, I'm not against getting one. I've never found anything that I'm like, ooh, can't wait to get that tattooed on my body for the rest of my life. Uh, so yeah, my wife apparently thought she needed a vagina on her arm. So whatever. Uh, Hickman, are you a flag man or a tattoo man? Well, uh, I did not get my tattoo this week. Uh, just was sort of did, just it didn't happen. I did, however, find a bunch of cool cars that my dad drew, so I will we'll choose one. Um, all right, so I'm I'm gonna go with banning flags, um, because tattoos are individual expression, and flags are over a like representing a group of people, and you can find another way to do that. You can find another way to express yourself individually too. I don't have a real hard opinion on either of these things, but um. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll ban the group of people expression as opposed to the individual. I don't know. Yeah, I do not know either, but I think I'm going to pick ban flags. Um, partly because I think there's a whole flag code that's super confusing that people mm -hmm. don't know or understand. Um, you know, like if my flag, I have an American flag on the front porch, and if it touches the ground, I'm supposed to burn it. But something tells me that if I were to burn my flag in my fire pit, my neighbors are going to be pissed. <laughs> um, You're also not supposed to wear it as, on like as clothing or right. Like, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And part of me just feels like people get so attached to different flags. And I don't really understand it. It's not like your grandma didn't design it. You didn't draw. Like I just people get so attached to flags. I remember there's a lady in our neighborhood. She was across, uh, the, across the corner from me. And she put this flagpole up in our neighborhood. And we have an HOA that doesn't do a whole lot. But one thing it says you can't do is you can't have any permanent structure in front of your house. So, like, no fences, no play sets, no flagpoles. Well, she decided to call all these military groups when the HOA said she had to take her flagpole down. Oh and there, was a, there was a little rally about three months after we moved <laughs> into our neighborhood where people were going door to door, knocking on my door. I can't believe you would live here if they don't allow American flags. To which I said, nobody's told me to take my flag down that's sitting right here. It's because she put up a 40-foot tall flagpole in her front yard of oh a gosh. residential neighborhood. Um, so people get all attached to these flags. I do like your idea that tattoos are just an individual expression. Um, and this is a totally separate rant, but I also don't understand... I'm thinking of, I don't know why, Church VBSs. When you do the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag, oh the Christian flag, and the Bible. And the Bible. Yeah. Why do they need a pledge? 
how do you how do you pledge allegiance to all three things? Like I thought you just pledged allegiance to one thing and you're all for that. Um, so uh, and there's I'm, I'm all, and they're always the order. What does the order mean? Like is what's first the most important? What's last the most important? <laughs> they can be very confusing to a seven year old there for like Sun Creek Junction VBS where they're dressed in their fake Woody from Toy Story outfit. I will but, also add this for me. If my wife didn't recently get a tattoo, I'm not the biggest of fans of. I would have said fan flags over tattoos, but <laughs> I could also go on a life. whole separate rant of churches and American flags, but we'll save that for another podcast. Boy, <laughs> ta- it makes me no in. sense. Makes well, no it sense does not. Me. Yeah. Something else that would be, that makes no sense, but would be an awesome decision to have Chris for the rest of your life, unlimited beer for free or unlimited alcohol. Which one you picking? I'm going to take beer. Oh, uh, it's a slight upset. My thing with liquor is I, I'm good with like one or two drinks like of Tito's. And then if I have much more than that, I'm uh, turning into Florida Chris at Hickman's wedding. Uh, <laughs> if, if I have three, four, five, six beers, I may suck at golf, but I'm not going to, uh, I don't know, get naked and try to shower in the kitchen sink. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking beer. I'm a little more responsible when I drink beer. Uh, I can drink beer with almost anything. So for me, it's beer. Hickman, beer or alcohol? Beer's cheap. Good, good, good. Alcohol's expensive. So I'll go with that. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going alcohol. You can only drink so much beer, unless you're Chris. Um, there's yeah, I'm only done so, after, yeah. yeah, there's only so much I can drink and I'm done. Um, but man, I can try different bourbon every day. I can. Um, you got more, more options when it comes to the liquor. So Mm -hmm. liquor for me, nobody. No, I'm with you. I'm, I was hoping somebody had a, that's what she said coming there, but that's cool. Um, sorry. I need Will Cooper here for that. Not all of us can be the funny man. All right. Hickman, would you rather 2021 Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win a Super Bowl or Bill Belichick and the Patriots win the Super Bowl? This is the easiest one for me. No question at all. Patriots win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Easy decision. The Patriots. N- yes. Yep. I've always said for years and I've always believed that the dynasty was 70% Bill, maybe more. Uh, I think, but anyway, we'll never fully know, but uh, I would much rather him win one than, than Brady. Oh, I'm. I'm all in on Brady because I cannot stand the Patriots. I don't hate Brady like a lot of you people do. Um, but I'd much rather Brady win than Belichick continue to dominate the game with a bunch of – I mean, if he wins this year with nobodies, uh, then the NFL is just screwed until he retires. So give me Tom Brady to win the title this year. Chris? Uh, I'm on record as saying Tom Brady's washed up. So give me Bill Belichick. So You did say that right before he – his last pass as a Patriot was a pick six to Logan Ryan. So yeah. well done. He really is washed. So for me to be right, I have to stick with that. All right, guys. Who would you rather hire a great coach, Vanderbilt or Florida? Chris, Vandy. who you got? Oh, Hickman's oh. going Vandy. No question. No this, question. This is one I took about two seconds to think of, and I'm like, if Vandy got James Franklin back, I wouldn't care. If Florida got <laughs> Got Lincoln Riley, I would be pissed. So, yep. 
That, that's where I am there. How many times did Tennessee beat James Franklin in football? Is that important? I don't know. <laughs> two, maybe? I would think it would be. Yeah, I, I mean, mean. Two. No, Florida, Florida, gets, Florida has had a great coach, a truly great coach twice, and they won championships with those guys. So, Vanderbilt won eight games. Yeah. <laughs> Say what? Vanderbilt won eight. Right, games. right, right. That's that's Florida ceiling. Florida's usually an eight-win school unless they have an all-timer at coach. Let's hope they don't ever get another one. I'm actually going to go Florida as a Kentucky fan. Vanderbilt and football, we consider that one of our guaranteed wins. So um, six, is that what you're saying? Yes. Florida's a toss-up <laughs> game. That's smart. That's good. <laughs> In, in basketball, Vandy has that weird, weird court, um, so they don't need a great coach. But the nice thing about if Vandy gets a great coach, you know they're not staying. They're I not mean, staying, right. Vanderbilt doesn't even have an athletic director half the time. So I think they got rid of that position at one point. I don't think <laughs> yes. they'll have one or not. I think so. All right, Chris, would you rather be the commissioner of Major League Baseball, uh, a dying, dying sport, or an, the NHL, an up-and-coming sport? Uh, this is actually pretty easy for me, and it's uh, NHL. Uh, NHL is a better product. Uh, it just needs eyeballs to, to watch it. Uh, I feel like it's a sport that when people watch it, they're like, oh, this is actually really entertaining, really fun. It's highly skilled. Uh, and it's not like baseball that bores you, bores a casual person watching it. Uh, hockey's just, I mean, it really is just, I mean, it's pretty up and down. There's always action for a game that the score is going to be four to two or something like that. There really is a lot of action. So give me NHL. I think it's a sport that if you can just get eyeballs on it, uh, people will, will become addicted to it or actually want to watch it. Hickman, baseball or hockey? I mean, I can't give a better answer than what Chris just laid out. So that's, yeah, 100%. Also, I like hockey way better than baseball. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The footsteps of the hockey commissioner are fairly easy. Um, I mean, Bevin's had like three lockouts and he's still commissioner. (laughs) It'd be hard to do worse. Um, But you do have an international product with the NHL that you kind of got to contend with. You're not the biggest uh, arena in your sport. Um, But yeah, it's definitely NHL because nobody wants to sit through 162 games every year as you do with the baseball commissioner. Um, even though I don't think you have to do anything as a baseball commissioner. Um, you just have to make statements in your cannon five days later. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hickman, would you rather listen to Clay Travis or Colin Cowherd? There was a point in time when I actually really liked Colin Cowherd's show. It was like 15 years ago. Um, I would rather listen to Cowherd. That's not going to be enjoyable either way, but, um, Does that mean that we're like media people taking shots at other media people? Is that what this was? Well, we're punching up. You're allowed to punch up. You're just not allowed to punch down. Oh, good. Because we can take shots at anybody. (laughs) So we can take shots at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good to know. But yeah, that's my answer. Chris, you're a Nashville guy. Are you Clay Travis or are you Colin Cowherd? Uh, I was going to go Clay Travis uh, out of process of elimination. At least he's probably going to talk about something I actually semi-care about. Uh, Cowherd just talks about random non-USC football, how great of a job it is. Uh, I don't know what he talks. I mean, he just talks to himself and babbles. Clay Travis just panders to whatever he thinks his following wants to listen to. I don't know that he believes anything he actually says, but he just opens his mouth to talk. But it is he is a Nashville guy, so it's at least talking about stuff that's semi-care. 
I can relate to. So even Clay Travis. So I think Clay Travis is super smart. Um, you know, lawyer by trade. He, like Chris said, he does actually talk sports and things that most people care about. I feel like Cowherd is just one of these guys who tries to be entertaining and I just don't find his bit entertaining at all. But there was, as Hickman said, there was a time where I actually listened to Cowherd. Um, and if I had to sit through four hours, I could, I don't know if I could handle Clay Travis because he's going to go on some rant that's just going to drive me absolutely <laughs> nuts. Um, and then all of his callers are going to call in and agree with him. Cowherd's callers actually disagree with him a lot uh, before he cuts them off. But I'm going to go with Cowherd on this one reluctantly. Yep. Um, I was trying to think of like Stephen A or one of these other guys we could put in there, but um, the other guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I laughs> no, if you say Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh. uh, wow. Speaking of, I was listening to a podcast today, and when Skip Bayless left ESPN, supposedly he's like the nicest guy in the world, and like everybody really? at ESPN Studios was bawling and crying when he left on his last day. Supposedly Stephen right. A's. Stephen A's a good dude too, supposedly. That's why everybody loves him over there. But yeah, like they were so sad when Skip Bayless of all people left. Weird. Yeah. That's what I thought. Super weird. All right. This ought to be an easy one. Would you rather your favorite NFL team have the first pick in the draft or Tom Brady? Hickman. First pick. <laughs> I get one year of a washed up quarterback. Or the next Mason Rudolph. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I can do a whole podcast about my Mason Rudolph opinions. <laughs> that would appeal to no one. Chris, I know you're going Tom Brady. Uh, what Hickman said exactly. Give me, give me the first pick. Tom Brady is washed. Uh, I was thankful the Titans avoided him. Uh, not sure I'm all in on Ryan Tannehill, but I think Tannehill will have a better season than Tom Brady this year. Yeah, I mean, as a Bengals fan who just got the first pick, let me roll the dice with with uh, Joey Burrow and see what happens. Um, I'm trying to think of an old NFL quarterback that you guys will, like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, give me Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Uh, My team's a Super Bowl contender, like might win it all with Aaron Rodgers right now. Philip Rivers. Oh, first pick. Give me the first pick. Give me the give me a seventh round pick. <laughs> Russell Wilson, hundred percent Russell Wilson. Yes, I would. I think he's. I would take him over Aaron Rodgers um, right now. Kirk Only Cousins. old guy. With, Who'd you first say? Pick Kirk Cousins. Oh, first pick. Pre, yeah, I don't, I don't. What about hmm? pre-injury Alex Smith? First pick. First pick. I think Dak would be a good toss-up one. There's very few that you got to think about here. I think Dak would be. Like, I, would, I would actually. Think, I would. I would take the well. Pizzler situation: Are you somebody who's completely starved for a quarterback, or are you like, are you the Titans, or are you the Steelers? Are we talking about our teams. Like, what about Carson Wentz? I would take Wentz. I know he's been hurt a couple of times, but Steph Curry was hurt the first several years of his career too. I mean, the difference in Wentz and Dak, I don't think is that much. I think right. Wentz is. I think Wentz is a much <laughs> better you, player. Did you just compare Carson Wentz to Steph Curry? I did. Curry literally doesn't ever have to get touched in the entire game that he plays. <laughs> in theory, neither does a quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that like there are, there are players that get the label of oh they're injury prone, and it just happens to be a couple injuries, two or three seasons, and they're you know, Michael Jordan was considered that for a year. I know Wentz has lost two seasons, and two's big. So 
Yeah. End, well, end of seasons, I guess. Jared. I think his ceiling's super high. First pick. Colin Kaepernick. Sorry, Colin. First pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the commissioner says. I don't want him on my team. All right, here we go. Uh, this question popped up. Uh, we had some some friends over. Um, I don't know. It's been a little bit. And this question came up. Chris, would you rather go to a nudist colony with your spouse or with a friend? I'll go with my spouse. Ian Lewis hitting up the nudist colony. God knows I have no problem getting naked. So uh, <laughs> give me give me one or two beers and, and I'm already there. Uh, my wife's notorious uh, for loving to keep her bra on. So uh, oh I'd have to get her bra off somehow. So nudist colony it is. Uh, oh, I'm complete up. That's it. I've seen my wife naked. No need for anybody else to. I'm taking a friend, and it may be weird and awkward, but I'm taking a friend before I take my wife to the nudist colony. Hickman? Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to take my wife. Oh. Um, I mean, I don't think I'd have much fun hanging out with you boys at the nudist colony. No offense. <laughs> Thank granted, you, granted, the, uh, the pool at the cabin may as well be that. I was going to say. <laughs> You right. wouldn't have fun playing volleyball? That's cool. I I managed to keep my pants on and had a good time playing volleyball, but just throwing that out there. Uh, all right. Would you rather Hickman have a Mike Gundy mullet or an Adam Morrison mustache for the rest of your life? <laughs> uh, I would I would take the the Gundy mullet. Ooh. Uh, because I can wear a hat. And then you at least think, oh, maybe he's got just like some hair back there. Eventually, I'm going to go bald and not have any hair at the top of my head. So whatever. Um, then I'll have a skullet, I guess, if that's the case. But uh, the, the Adam Morrison wannabe stash is rough. Oh, it's... Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't understand. I mean, PJ Washington kind of has the little Adam Morrison stash, like this barely there. And I just it's the most hideous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, as a guy who's had a mullet a time or two in his life, give me the Gundy mullet for, yep. for life. Um, business in the front, party in the back, the Kentucky waterfall. I don't need no hat. I'm good to go. Mike Gundy mullet, no question. Chris? Oh, this was an easy one. Give me the Gundy mullet. Uh, Boom, yeah. trifecta. Yeah, I, I'm all, all in on that one. If Liz wouldn't semi-divorce me, if I had one, I would have a mullet all the time. <laughs> Chris, you look like uh, Phil Mickelson when you have a mullet. I'll take that as a compliment. I got some nice calves, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, would you rather uh, have sports with political commentary or no sports? Uh, Give me sports with political commentary. Uh, I feel like the world's lost its damn mind right now, and I blame part of that on having no sports, no kind of outlet for anything else. So it's just this world's crazy right now, just absolutely bonkers so give me sports with political commentary it's not that i'm enjoying that but whatever it beats no sports hickman chris is 100 percent right um can i get that in writing i can <laughs> i mean about certain things yeah i don't mind telling you uh <laughs> I, I have a hard time with it still oh, okay well yeah i would say uh i can i can tune out the political commentary if need be so yeah i I think this whole idea of political commentary being a new thing is just far-fetched. Give me Michael Jordan with social media and people view him the same they do as LeBron. People love him or hate him. Um, I mean, Michael Jordan did say when he was asked why he didn't speak out about different issues, his famous quote was, because Republicans buy shoes too. 
Um, yep. You know, what was it? Charles Barkley, when his mom asked him, um, you know, something, something to the effect of Charles, you know, Republicans, some, she was complaining about something some Republican was doing. And he said, well, yeah, mom, I understand Republicans. All they care about are rich people, but guess what? I'm rich. Um, <laughs> So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been there. Um, I understand people don't like it all the time. ESPN's ratings are the lowest they've ever been in history because guess what? There are no sports. There's they got to no talk sports. about something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, give me sports. I know it's not a real world scenario, but give me sports with whatever commentary they got to give me. Um, and speaking of commentary, this is going to happen a lot. I think every sport's about to have this happen. Hickman, would you rather have players kneeling during the anthem or no anthem at all? So it I, doesn't bother me if somebody kneels in the anthem. Never did. Um, but we were talking before the podcast, and your your take on this is pretty good. There's, it's not – I'm not going to steal it from you, but the Logan brought it up, and, and you've been on this for a long time. It's just not necessary to, to do that with the players out there. So, ah, uh, uh I think that's a that's a pretty good call. It's not it's just not really needed. So yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I mean my take Hickman was mentioning there is I don't understand why any sports league team has players out during the anthem as it is. I mean, if you want to play the anthem, okay. The fans want it, give it to them. The players aren't getting hype listening to the anthem. Um, so do what college football does, put the band on the field and the players in the locker room when the mm-hmm. anthem's going on. Nobody has to worry about it. Because here's the deal. People get all upset about people kneeling. Do you know how many people, like TV camera people, uh, photographers, that are all kneeling, laying down during the anthem, and nobody gets upset with them, and they don't even have a purpose to it. They're just being rude. Um, So, yeah, I'm all for the no anthem, just because I think it solves so many issues. Um, I don't understand why sports leagues haven't already gone to that. But I'm a no anthem guy. Chris? Um, I'm just going to echo what y'all said. I don't care if players kneel during the anthem or not. Uh, it, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. But I find the anthem is a waste of two minutes before a game. Uh, just my two cents. Some people like it, that idea. Some people don't. But it does nothing for me at a sporting event. Sorry. I'm with you. All right. Um, here we go. <sighs> Which Chris, would you rather get punched by prime Mike Tyson or blindsided by Ray Lewis? So the punch, you sit there, you see it, you know it's uh, coming. Blindside, you're just standing there as a lowly quarterback, and all of a sudden Ray Lewis comes and takes your head off. Which uh, one are you picking? I'm going to let Ray Lewis blow me up. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. Uh, Mike Tyson's punch could kill me. It would for yep. sure knock me the F out. I, it's doing a lot more damage than Ray Lewis giving me maybe a concussion, uh, kind of have some cobwebs there, but Mike Tyson's punches, it would be rather devastating to me. So, <laughs> but you can see the punch. You can like try to defend yourself, right? Kind of. Yeah, dodge there ain't, there ain't, have you seen me move lately? I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a punching bag right there. <laughs> oh, Hickman. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm going to take Ray Lewis. <laughs> Uh, also, because if I'm possibly playing football, I might have pads on. Um, if I'm boxing with Mike Tyson, he's got a glove on, so there's a little bit more protection. But yeah, I might die from Tyson's punch. Ray Lewis, I'm probably going to make it. I'm 
I'm I might be knocked out, but I'm probably going to be okay long term. Yeah, I just cringe at the thought of just getting wrapped up by Ray Lewis because um, he is going to try to take your head off. So but that being a knife said, on him. <laughs> that being said, you guys are dead on. Tyson's punch could kill us. Um, I don't care if I've got one of those like helmet things on or not. That you're not surviving that. Good news is it's quick. You're not going to like have all these. You know, you may broke some break some bones in your face. Been there, done that. Um, but the chance of death is super high with Mike Tyson. So, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Give me Ray Lewis. We may have talked about this before on here, guys. Hickman, would you rather have all hot water or all cold water the rest of your life? For in every faucet, every time you turn the faucet on, it's either scalding hot, freezing cold, showers, pools, lakes, all hot or all cold. Which one are you picking? You know, it's it's difficult, but hot water does get cooler. Um, I guess I guess to that point I could boil cold water. <laughs> Didn't think that through. But it, I have to do something to make the cold water hot. I'm going to take hot water. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take hot water. Um, feel like I can do a little bit more with it. and Yeah, make some coffee with it in a hurry. But you can never have ice. Well, remember I just talked about the principles of water changing based upon temperature. <laughs> but the water's always hot. You can't freeze it. But you can freeze it, right? It's always hot. So if it's always cold, it can't get hot then? Is that yep. what we're saying? So yep. it's just, well, then I have to take cold water then because I'm going to burn all my skin off with the hot water. <laughs> if it has to stay the same temperature the whole time, then I guess I got to go hot or cold. I'm confused. Yeah, I think, I do think hot is more useful. You know, you can boil stuff. Uh, showers are much more pleasant. I can't drink hot water. Um, I also don't really like taking cold showers. I'm probably going cold just so I can drink it and stay alive. Um, but I do think hot may be more useful. So I may be making a grave uh, decision here. And I, I think I'm taking cold water. Chris? I'm taking hot water. Uh, I cannot take a cold shower. Uh, cold shower is not for me. I can drink warm water. It is what it is. I, it doesn't bother me too terribly much. It's going to be scalding uh, hot. And I can drink cold beer the rest of my life. So take warm showers, drink cold beer. I'm good to go. (laughs) All right. We are up to, would you rather attend a NASCAR race or a PGA tour event? Oh my goodness. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy PGA tour event. And it's not even close. Hickman. I've never been to a PGA tour event, but I think I'd probably enjoy it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll go PGA Tour event. A lot more to watch than there is the same cars going in circles for four hours. Uh, you've not been to a Bristol night race in the late 90s. That was Ooh. pretty awesome. Did they did they turn right or something? I mean, what do you mean? Did they not go they, in circles? They did continue to turn left, but there were a lot of wrecks, and it was among the best people watching of all time. <laughs> gotcha. I, I've i never been to a NASCAR race, but it's something I've, I've won. I've, I I've wanted to do so. I'm. We need to go to Bristol. Yeah. Give Give me a NASCAR race. I've I've been to Augusta for a practice round, and uh. You fancy? Yeah. I, <laughs> it is what it is. But I, I I don't know that I would actually enjoy like going there and watching a golf tournament. I feel like I could watch it better on TV. Go to Bristol. I at least kind of have an idea of what car I'm looking for, what car I'm racing. So. Yeah. The nice thing about. 
nice thing about like a PGA Tour event is it's not like you go to a football game and you're, you know, forever away from the actual players. I mean, a PGA Tour event, you can get a fist bump, man. Like you are right there. You can move. You can groove. Um, I feel like you're part of the action a lot more than you are, you know, at a football game or something. Um, I don't even understand this one. I don't know who put this one on here. Would you rather be fantasy football commish or finish in last place? <laughs> I assume Chris put this one because he hates being the fantasy football commissioner because he's terrible at it. Um, Chris, which one are you picking? I'm picking last place. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was a rough tenure for you, man. Is that because you did finish in last place? No, I don't think I've ever finished in last place. Come on now. Uh, no, I just... I don't have time to deal with the BS or listen to people's scenarios. And then every draft, we want to make rule changes when people have already prepped to one set of rules and the rule changes people want to make, the people proposing them are hammered and the people, other ones are hammered. So it's just complete chaos. And, but it's a lot of fun when it's the same rule changes every year. Yeah, it's dumb. (laughs) So I, uh, yeah, I would rather just not have to deal with that. And I'd finish last place Plus, if you have a last place team, after week nine, you know it's last place. You know you have no hope, and you, you can kind of check out mentally. So give me the last place team. You can also be in first place and trade your way to ninth place at the midway mark of the year. Yeah, if any of those running backs would have helped me win a championship, <laughs> which they wouldn't have. Higman, who are you picking? I mean, I'll take commish. I've been commish before. We've all been commissioned for a time. Uh, so I'll be – I'm going to – Maybe I'll run for commissioner after York's term ends, and I'll uh, run on the platform of IR spots. Now I'm see. <laughs> now we're talking. This is what we need. We don't need IR spots, but we need we need actual people running to be commissioner. We don't just need one person that we try to talk them into doing it. We need three <laughs> or four people doing political speeches. Oh, the debate. The debate. They have a platform, and we vote, and then make the other three super mad and pissed. Um, I'm with Hickman. I'm totally, I'm totally choosing the football commissioner. Um, you know, we get all into the fantasy league anyway. So whether I'm leading the discussion or just part of it, I'm going to be a part of it anyway. But unlike Chris, I actually have this thing called pride. Um, I have this thing called a self-worth and I will not allow myself to finish in last place. I'm not drinking my way to the bottom. Um, so Fantasy football commish all day, every day. I, I can't wait for the, like, we need to do this. There need to be, like, smear campaigns. I'm going to run well, ads. I ran for commish. Do y'all have oh plenty my gosh. of smear material? Well, no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to make stuff up. I mean, you can do on. that in today's political climate. Now that I'm thinking about it, we did have a year that we had two people running for commish, and we, we voted, did. and it didn't last but, like, six weeks. Remember? It did uh, go badly. So we, we voted, and then we had six weeks later, we had to switch commissioners. That actually happened. They would say one person had a like six hour term as commissioner <laughs> in between the two commissioners. Oh. Lawson, I'm going to uh. declare myself the commissioner. <laughs> hey, well, fine, take it. I don't want it. Yeah. So, in second thought, maybe having these uh, dueling commissioner platform speeches is not the best idea. Cause oh no no no. I, yeah, I think it's a great idea. So <laughs> I'm gonna yeah make an ad. Will Cooper said you guys were a bunch of wieners and gonads. Is that who you want running your league? 
Hickey for commish. Wieners and gonads. <laughs> oh. All right, Hickman, here's here's one. Last one we got. Two really good ideas. But would you rather go to Cherokee with somebody named Andy or go to a NASCAR race with somebody named Comer? Uh we'll make this decision expediently and choose Andy. <laughs> um I've done one of these and uh-huh. I would do it again. Um Yeah, me too. You know, I just got to make sure my resolve is strong in saying no. Um, my dare education taught me that well back in the day. So no, no, no. But yeah, Cherokee with Andy. Chris? Um, there is a... Uh, have you done both less, of these, Chris? What'd you say? I, have you done both I've never been to a NASCAR race with Comer, but uh, I'm just going to say this. There is a much less chance that I get my ass kicked in Cherokee with Andy, and there is at a NASCAR race with that's Comer. An excellent point. So, uh, <laughs> the one, the, there's some there's some things I know about Cherokee with Andy. Uh, I'm gonna have plenty of beer. That's not gonna be an issue. Yep. So check that one. If I get tired, I may have a little help there to keep me awake at the poker table. Check mark there. Uh, so so there's worse worse things to do than that. If I go to a NASCAR race with Comer, I'm just gonna be shaking my head the whole time. Uh, I'm just going to be like, Oh dear God, did he really say that? Uh, he's probably going to go in there with a Confederate flag shirt, knowing Comer, uh, <laughs> get kicked out before it even starts. Uh, yeah. So give me Cherokee with Andy. It's, it's less controversial. Unanimous. Uh, last one here. I just came up with. Okay. Would you rather have finger sized nipples or nipple sized fingers? Hickman. I'll go first. Give me finger-sized nipples. (laughs) Yeah, I can't hold anything otherwise. Exactly, yeah. But you can't wear a shirt either, man. I'll find a way. They'll they'll be impressed. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I'll just tape them down. (laughs) Okay. Get them pierced. (laughs) Several times. (laughs) Be like Joe Exotic, put a locket on there, man. Just put a padlock on that thing. It'll it'll weigh them down enough. Yeah, you'll be good to go. (laughs) That's the 17th track on his album, Finger Size Nipples, by Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh. All right, well, we're going to keep doing this the next couple of weeks. There's uh, not a whole lot of sports that we choose to talk about these days. So if you have any other ideas, let us know. We may do another bracket. We, uh, we may play some more games, do a few more segments. But next couple of weeks, expect more of this. If you got any good would you rathers or you totally disagree with us, let us know, and we can, uh, we can include it next week. But this has been episode 45 of the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts.